So my messages have been going on now for two years, right? They started March 10th, 2020. That's really when they started. So um, we come back from the pandemic. Um, I gave you guys this message. I remember the message because it was about self-improvement through self-awareness. And at the end of that, that meeting, I said, this is the last time I'm going to do one of these messages. I believe that Monday was Labor Day. Um, that Tuesday, uh, George and Tony called me into their office and said, I want to, we need to show you something. We need to talk to you. So, okay. So, so I walked in and sat down and they spun my chair around. So I was facing the wall. They was like, listen to this. And they pressed play. Well, they played an audio track from that March 10th meeting of 2020. It was at our, our 10th anniversary party and Tony and George took it upon themselves to record it, because I guess, posterity. Now guys, we're going over a year later when this is happening, right? And, um, and I'm hearing them play it, and um, it hit me like a rock. You know, uh, if I'm being completely honest and transparent, um, I broke down crying. I, I, I didn't tear, I cried. Like, I cried hard, because of some of the stuff that was said, and I forgot the things I had said, and a year and a half later, I'm reflect reflecting on it, and I'm like, I don't even want to be thinking about what I'm hearing. So I got done listening to it and I said, you know, I just held my head in my hands and I weeped. And Tony and George gave me some time to finish up my tears. And, and George says to me, he goes, what do you think? I'm like, I don't even know what is this. And they said that um, your message is important to a lot of people here. You can't stop doing it. Okay. And he said, um, we want it to become a podcast. And I'm like, my first thought was, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm, I'm able to talk about the things you guys think I'm gonna be able to talk about and put that on public display. It's kind of uncomfortable for me. And then I didn't want to expose my, my kids. You know, I got, I got six awesome kids. I don't want them to be embarrassed by, by their dad. So um, this is probably the most nervous I've ever been talking to you guys about this stuff, because this is like my life. Um, and it's a ton of mistakes. Um, but I had some people that, um, that have asked me, like, why are you doing this? And I knew when the pandemic came, I knew the world was stopping. People were going to be scared and, and frustrated. And I anticipated mental health issues happening for a lot of people. I didn't anticipate it was going to be this long, but I knew people, you know, you have to tell people to sit in their house and stay there. It's like solitary confinement. It's, it's not good. Solitary confinement is not good for anybody mentally. It's just not. And, and you say, oh, we're going to be with your family. Well, that's if you have one, right? So my thought was, um, let's try to focus on improving ourselves. You've heard some of the, the messages about focus and perception, and maybe if we focus on just being better, while this is bad, something good could come of it. And um, I was trying to relate all this stuff to my personal experiences. So when they show me this, they, I'm looking at a wall and I turn around and, and I see this, this big fancy phrase, no pain without purpose which is something I've been saying since I can remember. I can't remember not saying it. So as we're going through it all, I became more and more aware of all the things that I didn't like about myself or I wanted to be better at. And it was cool because the last message was about self-awareness. You can't improve if you're not being aware. If you're not honest with yourself about what you're weak at or what you want to be better at, you'll never improve it because you think it's okay, right? So I was going through all these things and I'm talking about it and I'm just killing myself. And it takes everything I got when I'm talking to you guys just not to lose it. What's the purpose of uh, 
of letting your family see you weak and vulnerable. Why would anybody want to do that? And the answer is so easy. It's so in front of us. Who else is going to teach them how to get up? Who else is going to see that? If you had one single purpose of all the pain in your life is so your family can watch you get up, that's a really great purpose. It's, it's noble. Because the people that stay down, they're not teaching a very good lesson. If you don't fall, you're just not trying hard enough because every day we're fighting not to die every single day. Well, that's a hard fight because death is real and it's coming at all of us. So if you got to fight to live, you better be prepared to fight because it's a tough battle. And the best way to prepare is to be aware of your deficiencies and do something to improve them. You know, typically at the end of the day, when I do one of these, before the end of the day, I get texts, I get phone calls, I get conversations or emails from some of you just tell me how it impacted you, what it meant to you, or on Monday I come in and you guys tell me how you thought about it over the weekend and what happened over the weekend with your families, and it's really cool when it happens because I'm like, in that moment, you guys don't realize that that's me getting purpose in my pain. I'm going, cool, I shared it and it happened. It helped somebody and it feels good because otherwise the pain sucks because pain is not pleasant. It's not meant to be, right? Pain's meant to change you, to say, don't do this. It hurts, do something different. We just don't listen to that part. We hear, it hurts, I want it to stop. The ability to be better and to find all the purpose in your pain, it's, it's in your hands, you have it. I'm doing my best to share ways and tools that you can utilize it. We learn through repetition, we learn from it, right? So I said, well, if I put out this podcast, they can listen to it repeatedly. They might not learn the first time, but maybe they'll learn the second, third, or fourth time they hear from it. Maybe. And maybe that moment will come up and they'll go, oh, I forgot about this. I want to go do that. So last night I sent it out, texted it to 70 people that are either really close to me or people that I trust for good quality feedback. They'd be honest with me. You know, I'm getting feedback. And this morning I showed Tony. Tony, I was standing here with four texts came through. Four different people, Tony. Tony's all bang, 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 bang. I'm like, Tony, look at these messages. You know, you know, people's, the messages are powerful. It made it all worth it. Just, or it validated, I should say. It validated the choice. Um, it's all branded renaissance because, you know, if, if I give kudos to Tony and George, because I can't give them kudos enough, um, they said that uh, sometimes people judge you wrong, Ted. People are always asking us who you are and what you're about. And um, maybe you should tell them. And there's a saying I used to have, but in absence of truth, people believe whatever lie they're told. They can still believe a lie if they want to, but at least they're going to hear my side of it now. You know, I have a saying this too. If they're going to judge my life, judge me, but you should judge somebody by knowing them before you judge them. And um, I'm working hard to be a better person. Um, I'm not perfect. And uh, it's ironic the other day, the list at our university came up. I keep a list, an email list of people that are no longer with the company. And I've told some people that were there, that's the most important list to me because there's people that we lost. Whether we left, let them go, or they chose to leave us. We lost them. And good employees don't leave companies. Leaders lose them. That's how it works. You know, you're going to see me talk about things that are going to make me uncomfortable, and it might make you guys awkward hearing about it and cringe and go, oh my God, he's crashing and burning. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not afraid of the crash and burn. I've crashed a lot. But maybe you'll see me crash and burn and go, well, maybe if Ted crashed and burn, I could try it. Maybe I won't crash and burn. And that's why I talk about accountability, saying, you know, if you guys have accountability for me, it's good because it's going to make me better. I really want to be better. And to display it, you know, I did this. I'm going to even try to get more elaborate, give 
give practical tools in some of these classes or sessions, whatever you want to call them, say, here are the tools that I'm using. In the last one, the focus thought, there's practical tools in there for you. I talk about protection of time, there's practical things in there. I, I know I try to make it that way. Sometimes I get caught up in the moment of the emotion and I forget to mention the practical, how to apply it. But if you guys give me feedback on some of them, we're gonna make them better because I don't plan on stopping these meetings anytime soon. I just don't. Because nobody cares about what you know until they know that you care. And the only reason why I would do this podcast is because I care about the people in this room. I was asked this morning, what's the objective of your podcast? Why are you doing this? By someone that mentors me, somebody I have a great deal of respect for. What's your objective? And the answer was, so, I thought about it, I'm like, the answer was easy. Because I want to make myself better and the people in my company better. By the way, that includes my family because my children work here. So I want to make my family better. I want them seeing me make myself better. I want them to see me fall and get up. Because if, if I don't ever let them see me fall and get up and they fall, they think they're less than because they fell and they never saw daddy fall. That's just not going to happen. But I get up all the time. And one of my children said to me, don't worry, dad. You're going to be stronger than ever when you get up from this. You're going to be stronger than ever when you get up from this. And very recently, that child said to me, I told you so. And I couldn't be more happy because she's a young girl, by the way. The fact that that little young girl said that to me was mind-blowing to me. So I want to thank you guys for listening to all my, my rambling at times. This was not my idea. I would, never have, I would have never even considered doing this. I'm a very private person. I don't like people knowing my business. Uh, and to, to convince me to put this out there and expose myself is it's a feat all by itself. You know, so... Um, I, I, I know I'm glad I did it because I'm better for doing it. So in the most sincere way, Tony, I really appreciate you and George put me through to do this. Um, and, and for everyone in here that supported me through it, you know, all the love and encouragement to do it. And, you know, the people that called me yesterday and said the things you said, it, it meant the world to me. So um, I hope this stuff doesn't come off as um, self-serving because it's not. There's nothing self-serving about this in front of your, your crew. And there's nothing self-serving about exposing your failure in your marriage in front of your son. There's nothing good about it. Not why you're doing it. But when I go back and I hear it, I feel better. So for that, I'm appreciative for all you guys and for having, having the ability to find my, my purpose in my pain. And I hope that it helps you find the purpose in your pain.